gonna be on an album cover eventually. Play. And we are live, guys. Sick. Dope. Live. You guys are connected. Um, Perfect. You guys are the guys with the mics. Yes. Um, and yeah. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sales Talking. Today, I am here with Ojala Systems. Um, Max, Enrique, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us. All day. All day. Now, um, what is Ojala Systems? Damn. We should rehearse. Like, yeah, <laughs> this, no. is, this is better, bro. Ba- so, basically, basically, the idea... Ojala Systems is an art collective at the, in the most basic terms, but that's also like really vague. Mm. So I think like a better way to explain it would be that like Ojala Systems is the product of us not having spaces and formats to make and display our artwork, whether it be music, videos, photos, drawings, poetry. Like it's a product of us not seeing... Uh, those spaces in our city as a group of youth Mm. and those spaces like dying off too like they once existed but a lot of them have disappeared right so and a lot of it comes from uh, kind of a place of collaboration right we kind of started uh, as individual artists organizers because Max and I have that background as being um, community organizers right before we made not the switch but the more focus into organizing within the art space right Mm. because that's what one of the kind of the um, capacities that we're trying to function in is uh, the idea of organizing space and community but within the art scope right mm-hmm. the, in the way of like how do we get artists paid how do we create a platform that not only uh, that not only helps an artist like get paid but have a sustainability within the community right so it's not just a one-off stipend it's like a lifelong mm-hmm. thing that we can create kind of careers right that's like mm-hmm. the end goal of that but it's kind of that. Yeah, it's a really vague thing to t- try to explain it because we, we do a lot. Because we, we, we want it to be open-ended. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And fluid, very fluid. Too. Yeah, and basically like that, like Q was saying, like us coming from sort of this like space of radical organizing, like right. the reason that we're focusing in on kind of arts is, is based on the understanding that like art making, maybe, I mean, depending on how you look at it, maybe is always uh, subversive yeah. or at the very least, the kind of art that we want to make mm-hmm. and are making and are doing is intended to be subversive. Right. So, like, we're moving into working on an understanding of that that will allow us to kind of, like, push uh, the art spaces in this city to be more subversive because they exist mm-hmm. in a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, self-congratulatory, like, um, either, like, high art, which is, like, great, but it's it's not accessible you know like we have some really great high art galleries that Ah. get really famous really amazing artists that's great uh but it's not accessible like i i don't think that that those places have routes for people like us to get our work into them and then the the alternative is like we have like a a little bit of a the like slightly more accessible art scene is uh heavily diluted by like uh, a, an intense lack of like political art and it's like just like a lot of cocaine <laughs> a lot of alcohol yeah. a lot of rich kids like just making self-congratulatory work just to kind of yeah. be creative wow and and I think there's also like a loss of of, of I wanna, maybe the word is heritage or loss of set of like a sense of self in Tucson when it comes to art okay I feel like there's like um, an absence of you know the not I don't want to say the important nar- narratives, but narratives have been underrepresented, right? Yep. Like we can say that the Chicano Chicanx um, narrative is, is is really well documented in Tucson, but in a certain degree, it's like of an older time, right? There's generation, no, yeah, yeah, new generation, a, the new generation, nice. exactly, because yeah, of, of those that <coughs> spaces of high art academia that kind of say, well, this is what Chicanx art looks like. This right. is what you would have to say if you were doing that, but. I think coming from that radical organizing and, and really seeing and being led by queer and, and women of color and queers of color, like that kind of s- space making has inspired us to kind of look deep and, and, and to acknowledge the, the systems that inherently are around this, uh, you know, the spaces of art and how, to, how do we as people who, who share all these like intersections, right, all these identities and being in all these worlds, right, because I think that's what makes really Ojalá really interesting is that both of us, Max and I, have been able to like 
be in all these different worlds, the downtown circles, the hip hop circles, the punk circles, the radical organizing circles, and seeing the best of all that yeah. and try to put it all together, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that way, you know, because I feel like I always feel let down when I enter spaces mm -hmm. that, that, are, that are great, that have great people in front of them, but just fall short for whatever reason, right? Because right. just uh, maybe not bit paying close attention to details or nuances. But I think all of that, too, combined kind of makes this kind of work tedious, but also fulfilling. Right. You know, I feel like there's a sense. Because Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. You right? guys see a void and you guys want to fill it up. Yep. Exactly. It, it's exactly. it's totally, yeah. And it's like, and that void is like a lot of different things. And in some ways, it definitely for me, at least, like I grew up going to Scrappies three, four or five times a week. You know what I mean? I was always at Scrappies. Uh, yeah, we, we need to talk about Scrappies. Shouts out yeah. the, the people that kept Scrappies alive for a long time. Shout out Alicia. Yeah, shout Alicia out Alicia Lasker. big time. Yes, um, yeah. been holding it down. I, yeah. fold, I held my first open mic. The first open mic I organized with my friend Amy and Alexia was at Scrappies. Yep. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So, wow. like, that space existed when, when we were kind of growing up in the yeah, city as, like as youth and 20, as teenagers. But like the early 2010s. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it closed yeah. in yeah. 2013, 2013, I think, yeah. Really? So, That's funny. Yeah, so... I didn't even get to downtown until like 2014. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so basically what... The reason I bring that up is just yeah. because I think like, A, it's important to recognize like mm -hmm. who taught us and, and raised us in the art world. And I think like, at least for me and for Q2 in some ways, yeah, yeah. that those that space was a lot of that. I mean, it had like punk shows, Everything, graffiti, man. hip hop, B-Boys and B-Girls. I saw my first Top Notch set. Shout out to Top Notch one yep. time at Scrappies. I saw Invisible Detroit, amazing yep. uh, genderqueer, or non-binary non um, artist from Detroit do the most amazing set at Scrappies. I've seen, like, went to a lot of the zine fests. That's where I first zine learned fest. about zines, actually, yeah, zines. Scrappies. Self-publishing, band books they had. Uh, and besides that, they had, like, sex education, self-defense classes for women. When 191 tool, man, that, yep. whole, that whole area, it was inside. It was, yep. it was equal amounts grimy, but also, like... Like the future. Yeah, yeah. the future, but also home. Like, it, yeah, felt, it totally. felt like you could be there for hours. Such a home. It was... And, yeah. like, as a youth who didn't have a place to go, yeah. they yeah. kept me out of trouble for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I was really, really set on getting in trouble, so I did it anyway. But right. uh, but Scrappies really kept me in positions where, where I could go to a place where, like, there wasn't alcohol being consumed. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could go to a show and, like, people weren't fucked up because that's dangerous. You know, alcohol, especially when you involve youth in alcohol, like, oh, yeah. becomes really dangerous really quickly. Uh that that and then Dry River also the Anarchist Dry Collective River. which oh, existed yeah. a couple blocks away for a long time. Uh, it's kind of like the predecessor of Scrappy's they, in a way, right? They, they, they overlapped, of, right? They overlapped a lot. Yeah, yeah, they shared a lot of space, but I didn't, but I didn't experience that. Dry River was a little bit yet less youth centric and more like politically centric, whereas Scrappy's was like very much focused on like youth culture. But wow. so like seeing those places, these like beautiful, vibrant places, be systematically shut down essentially uh, by uh yeah. i mean it's not quite so cut and dry as that but basically by like economic circumstances you know mm -hmm. if you think about it right like so basically what happened with dry river was people they never charged any money for anything Goodness. uh so it was all donation based and people Less essentially weren't donating enough money which is one of those things where you can point to the community and say like oh that's your fault for not being accountable or or you could look at it like uh, the way that I think about it, right, is that, like, a lot of the people that I knew in that scene at the time were also, like, getting priced out of their rent Hell in yeah. Dunbar Springs. Yeah. You know, right. people moving into their neighborhoods, bringing up the rent, they're getting priced out of their rent, so they don't have an extra 20 bucks to throw into the pot that month. Right. Like, those people were, like, getting Multi fired from their jobs. Yeah, like, there's a whole whatever. But so, basically, th the system shut those places down right. in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and so, so that, yeah, that kind of, and then combine that with like, I always bring this up because I think, uh, you know, the work that, that I do and the work that Max and I have been doing kind of go back to those moments of like, of, of youth being disenfranchised systematically, right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, SB 1070 and HB 2281 yep. are big factors in, in my upbringing through Tucson. Uh, SB 1070 is the, paper, the Papers Please Bill that asked, um, well not the asked, that allowed cops to, you know, 
uh, racially profile anybody who looked illegal. Right. Stop them and ask them for uh, proof of residence, right? Proof of citizenship. Right. And then HB two, 2281 was the Mexican American studies ban that outlawed any teachings of mm. radical or mm -hmm. of studies that pitted uh, students against the nation, like plotted the overthrow of the United States. Right. So those two things with scrappies with the political climate at that time really gave us a sense of like we have the tools in in our community but it's like what tools do we use and to what degree mm -hmm. do we use them right and i think that's where you found like you know the, the graph the, the photography the drawing element and even writing too poetry yeah and that's where i found hip-hop that's where i found poetry that's where i found like that those two things that kind of gave us the, the opportunity to to kind of seek hope, and that's where we kind of came up with the name, Ojala, wow. right? That <laughs> translation of like, yeah. hope. hopefully, you know, we don't have to keep living this way, or hopefully mm -hmm. the next generation of youth, right? Our, our younger siblings, or, you know, family who, who, who's younger than us, or even just youth that we work with, right? Because we're still pretty active in, in workshops and, and things like that with, mm -hmm. in high schools and middle schools, to give that opportunity to kind of be like, the hope is with us. Like you have the power. You just have to find the thing that'll allow you that that medium to express yourself, to express your grievances, your joys, your anger. Because I think, you know, the way Max is saying, like Scrappies uh, gave him that 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 outlet or that place to call uh, home and safe. The the poetry slam was that for me. You mm -hmm. know, it gave me a place to express my anger towards mm -hmm. the state, towards like my community and the short, shortcomings that I saw growing up. Right, of course. And I think that plays a big part, too, of like why we're trying to curate not only uh, spaces where we can have events that are all ages, alcohol-free, mm -hmm. but also we really talk about this, and I think this is really intriguing. I think a lot of people are, are starting to talk about uh, these topics of space, but with, like, digitally. Like, what does mm -hmm. that look like digitally mm -hmm. when we hold space through, like, you know, having a Twitter or an Instagram and creating content that mm. can be shareable, that, that is uh, representative of the, the way people are talking about certain things. Mm. And I think right. those hosting, kind of things, right? Yeah, hosting and seating, like something that I think that I'm really interested in is like taking the, the publications we create, whether they're like albums or zines or whatever, and like hosting them for free online mm -hmm. so that yes. people are not obliged to pay so that if you're in a circumstance where you can't pay you don't have to but the information is yeah so you can consider because obviously once we start printing things and making those things it it becomes exclusive in a way mm -hmm. like i'm a big fan of print media but it becomes exclusive in a way a because there's a cost and b right. because there's only so many finite copies of the thing right. whereas if we put seed a torrent of that thing you know host a torrent right or whatever mm -hmm. Yeah, anybody anywhere can get it. So right. looking at yeah, like that, like yeah. how do we create some sense of like, uh, like a way to maintain and uphold like the revolutionary spirit of the internet? Because right. that's also something yeah. that we grew up yeah. with as youth yeah. is like understanding yeah. that Toying, like yeah, understanding that knowledge is yeah. free. Like all of us as beat producers separately in the collective too. Like we, you everything you learn about making beats you learn from the internet. Right. Like yeah. none of us ever have gone to school and there aren't even really very many schools that are even teaching hip hop yet. Right. Yeah. They're starting to, but not right. really. Yeah, starting to, and the, right. yeah. yeah, and I think I think too, uh, what's really interesting is that all the mediums that we choose, right? The things that really inspire Ojala, even just us as like, I guess, the co-founders or mm -hmm. just even just the heads, not even the heads, I don't even say that. Directors. Just like, just like, like, uh, I don't like, I think, I don't like, I think like, like we originally yeah. conceived the idea and then like just are sharing the cooperative responsibility. I would say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think we kind of draw a lot of influences from DIY yep. um, art forms, yep. much like hip hop and punk. Kind of, we're giving again disenfranchised, disenfranchised youth the opportunity to use like beat up guitars to like sing their laments or like these archaic drum machines to like mm -hmm. compose yeah. something. Breaking like, the rules breaking of those rules, machines right. too, like saying like, yes. okay, like these are the like technological limitations that we're taught that these things have and saying right. like, basically like in the DIY culture, yeah, like what, no. how do we manipulate exactly. and use no those? No limit. Yeah. yeah, like none of the, none of the machines that people made beats with early were intended for putting samples of like music on you right. know what i mean and they figured out okay we can do this like 
Yeah, and same with the zine making thing. Like the idea is that we're right, right. we're circumventing yeah. the like s typical trajectory. You know, if you're a poet, what do you you have to do things that uh, you have to submit publications. You yep. have to go get printed by an actual press, and I think and it skews your work exactly, in the direction exactly. of academia or those exactly. places, to, for better or for worse. Right, to right. find that uh, to, to what's that make it valid what's the mm -hmm. it's like uh um, validation from validation exactly yeah. exactly uh, and so same with music too it's like right, what's yeah. the trajectory you know you get signed right. to these labels which are run by wealthy white men which may at the very top be run by comcast or some other huge corporation right, right. which has an agenda you have to do the things that they like and they want right. so we're saying no like that's all part of the system of, of heteropatriarchal capitalism. Like, no thanks, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, we don't want that. Like, that's, yeah. that's, uh, it's... That's all news. Yeah, it's all news. <laughs> it's, it's, it, and it has a thread of toxicity through it yeah. all the way. It so. doesn't leave room for folks like us, right? Folks who, who come from that, but also our friends and our peers who I think um, would do this a lot for it, too. It's not even... Yes, of course. Because I think... You know, Max and I kind of also share this, this 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 idea of of we do things not only for ourselves but for the greater good of our circles, right? Mm -hmm. So if, if we're making these strides and breaking these platforms, we want to share that with other people. Yes. We don't want to make it like we we'll learn this process of how to make a great zine or how to really conceptualize an album of music right. but how do we make that accessible for other people so other yeah. people can print their zines yep. so yeah. okay so if we want that then we're going to make a, a publishing press yeah. especially right. acknowledging too that like we're both like cis men who have that right. privilege that comes with that so like it's it's one thing for me to say like hey like come like what how is it any different than like a, a publishing house you know if i say hey like come to me with your manuscript pay me money i'll format it and print it for you and, and then we'll, and you can yeah. distribute them. Like that's the same as a publishing house. It's just yeah. me and I don't have that much money, but it's right. pretty much the same. Yeah. So what we want to do is say like, yo, like there's a variety of perspectives and understandings of things and everybody's artwork is going to be different. Yeah. So yeah. like it's more meaningful, at least I think to us in this moment in time, we feel yeah. that it's more meaningful to like equip people around us. So we're, we're actively working to equip people around us, especially the youth with like, yeah with uh, the tools that are necessary for for creating those things. Because, like, I especially, like, I, I have a, basically, I get my school paid for by the U of A through a series of circumstances. I mean, I worked hard for it, but it also comes from privilege. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, so acknowledging that, like, I have all this knowledge that's disseminated to me from the U of A that's, right. like, locked in this circle of academia. I'm like... I'm unlocking all those PDFs. I'm taking all those textbooks. Like I'm gonna share that with as many people as I can. The knowledge yes. about cameras and photo work and publishing and graphic mm -hmm. design. Like mm -hmm. I think we want to be we're bootleggers. You know, we want to be like <laughs> yeah. we're like taking things from the system Definitely. and like gleaning them. Like yeah. I I'm really interested in holding Okala workshops on like how to torrent things safely so you don't get Digital Millennium's Copyright Act notices and like how to you know what I mean how to steal properly so that yeah. you get that knowledge from the system you steal the books steal the you, all that stuff like so that i don't know that's yeah. crime pays man crime yeah. pays yeah <laughs> well, two things i want to say um, we haven't had this conversation yeah but uh in terms of gender mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going as non-binary okay word yeah my so bad hey, yeah my bad doc. no my bad. but um yeah but i think even that i'm just presenting since mm -hmm. performing. totally want to put that on the record i've not said that to anybody so oh, okay. max greg and a couple of people who are going to listen to this know that second thing is exactly what max is saying is that we're, we're really for kind of taking that that knowledge that again accessibility man mm -hmm. they make these things like really hard for people who you know if we, we think about like the projects the reservations the barrios there's no computers there there's no like culture of internet yeah. and wi-fi mm -hmm. and shit yeah. like that Thinking about it, I didn't have a computer till I was like mm. what eleven or twelve, and we think about the current generation, the way it works, like right from the start. right from the start. So how do we come to terms with that, and then come to speed to that, and make things radical in that way, right? Mm -hmm. Right. How do we get information that you know isn't won't cost you a lot to do? And I think that too, really quick as as a side thing, is I think it's ridiculous how we commodify knowledge mm -hmm. and how you have to go to these institutions right. to acquire all it's that. It's ridiculous. Right, and then get a paper to be like, yeah, you do know that. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I th- it's 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 something that's been self-imposed. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, and and uh, and then like the the fact that we keep doing it, it makes it stronger. Mm-hmm. But I uh, mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, I, I think yeah. as we're seeing, it's not as important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And that's that's the core of it too. Is yeah. like this idea of like like how do we just push everything to like the most radical boundary? Of course. Right. Like yeah. like essentially, yeah. and I think that comes to just like to speak a little bit about the roots for a second too. It comes from, like, seeing, like you said, dog, like, seeing, like, these spaces that are, like, ultimately dissatisfactory. Even, you know, okay, so, like, we had these amazing places and they closed, the places we mentioned. Yeah. And then, like, seeing a lot of the things that have happened since then and a lot of the spaces that exist, music venues, art venues that exist now, that seem like they're fronted by people who are really stand-up people. And then, ultimately, it ends up being, like, that they're they're overrun by, like, you know, like, toxic, like... uh Toxic masculinity is a big thing that we see. And I mean, I think yeah, a lot of people, yeah. I'm not even going to mention any specifics, but a lot of yeah. people have seen a lot of things happening in this scene mm. the past year that are, yeah. that have been going on for a long time decades, that are just sort of yeah. coming out, right? Yeah. And and a lot of people understand that those things are toxic, mm-hmm. but maybe don't know where to go with that or don't know how to combat them. Right. And one of the ways that we've conceived to combat them is to create our own spaces yeah, and, and try to work together to hold ourselves accountable to those standards. Yeah. Same with like the idea of like, like we said, like creating alcohol-free spaces, right? Yeah. Like looking at like, how does like the system of, of uh, capitalism, colonialism, like all these systems, and again, like masculinity too, like patriarchy, yeah. right? Like how do those systems bleed into those spaces yeah it's essentially like even when we're creating radical spaces like how are they present and one of the ways that they're present is alcohol right yeah. mass manufactured right. alcohol is a product sold to us to like pacify us essentially to a extent, yeah. yeah i mean i think like we hold some radical beliefs on it like i specifically like as a sober person hold yeah. some radical beliefs on it but yeah. like the reality is like it we all know that it, it creates a lot of danger in spaces. It creates a yeah. lot of a lot of blurred lines in no. the worst way, mm-hmm. uh, and it it gives people an excuse to, to perpetrate actions exactly. that say. Yeah. yeah that they they know better than to do. It, it excuses shitty behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we can if we can eliminate those dangers and those like toxins that are given to us by that kind of capitalist colonialist mindset. Yeah. Uh, we will. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think so. that's definitely the work to be done, right? Exactly. Like it, uh, you know, Max and I have come a long way from kind of just discussing and conversating about this. Like, at, you know, what was Spark Roots a while ago? Mm-hmm. Was that what, Cafe Luce? Yeah, Cafe Luce. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's it's being able... I, I'm a big... I'm a, What I love about Ojalá is it allows me... Uh, and I, Max can chime in on this. It allows us to envision... The community that we want to see mm. you know what i mean and i think the envisioning part is always great because yes. if you don't have a clear sight of where you're going it's hard to get anywhere for sure but then after you get you gotta, you gotta be able right. you gotta aim at something exactly so once you got the aim once you got you know mm. the vision it's it's the work to get there yes and you know kind of kind of talking to to what we were talking about i think it takes a large amount of energy and time to do that mm-hmm. and it, right now it seems I feel like it seems that, you know, Max and I are kind of doing a lot of the, the work of Ojalá, yeah. but it doesn't always feel like that because it's such an open process of, of collaboration mm-hmm. that, right. that for sure it'll, it'll be us printing, working on editing and, mm-hmm. and yeah. reach, but I think that'll pay off when people start seeing that this is a space so that... You guys are actually doing something. Exactly. This that is a place of creation. Yeah, come through and come, come through, through with your ideas. Mm-hmm. With us. Come learn about these things. You We're working I mean? on planning some workshops too. The other thing I want to acknowledge That's too in that exciting. same line is like uh, understanding that like, like again about like the idea of like, uh, like the privilege that we experience. Mm-hmm. Like understanding that by no means do we intend to to say that these ideas that we're talking about are original ideas oh, that we've not. conceived yeah, of. Like, this not. is, like, like generations of struggle that people have gone through that we just see uh, not being talked about and being erased. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to, like, kind of bring back that spirit in our own, that we've experienced in our own lives. And also, like, just, like, for the record, too, being grateful to, like, the people who 
who help us get to these ideas, right? Like you said, it's an enormous yeah. amount of energy. My partner is like, we're always talking. And like, shout I think- out, Shout out Ray. Yeah, shout out Raven, shout out Raekwon. Uh, <laughs> but, and, and then like a number of other people in our community too, like people right. like Alicia Vasquez is yep. a good example yep. of people who, yep. you know, you might go to coffee with that person and just have a conversation, but but they're knowledgeable and right. and, and it's a lot of women, a lot yeah, of like a, a lot, lot of, of women, yeah. queer folks and women, femme, femme and queer uh, folks, yeah. who are basically who who've helped us get to these places with our ideas. Like I definitely, I just, I just want to like throw that on the record. Mm. I don't want to like mm. come out and be like, "This is my man's right here." Yeah, my man's Max. I'm not trying to come out and be like, "We're Ojala. We came up with these ideas <laughs> like originally." Oh, they all, all right, now we did it all ourselves. Now I yeah. I want. I just yeah. want to share this on on the podcast because sure, I don't think sure, sure. I don't think we get to talk about this a lot. I met Max at a at a little hip hop presentation. Mm-hmm. That Unidos, that Unidos, United Non Discriminatory Individuals Demanding Our Studies, uh, amazing group of youth, uh, or amazing great. youth collective that has has given way for a lot of amazing people to come through. Uh, Max was was a part of that group, um, and I got. I, I was a unofficial official member of Unidos, I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Nah, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say that. I just was a big supporter of Unidos. Mm. And so my friend Lingos, Efrain. Shout out Lingos. Uh, shout out Lingos. OG. I, my, one of my OGs. Definitely one of my oldest One of my OGs, partners. for yeah, sure. DJ partners. Um, it was funny. So he was booked to do this workshop. It was a little presentation with Unidos. He said no. I was asked to do it, and I was like, hey, Lingos, do you want to do this workshop with me? He's like, yeah, I got some time. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up up doing, doing, shout out to Lingos one time. The shade. And uh, I just, I I thought I had to bring that up, because I I remember it. It was hilarious. It's really funny. Or maybe that's the way I remember it. He might, he might have a different take on that. That's really funny, though. So we show up, we do it, we do it, the the thing, it was Ty, Top Notch showed up, and and it had done like a little bit of break dancing. Fonz was there too, huh? Fonz too. So that was really cool. It was really tight. I was I was doing a, a lot of work with Lingos, the homie Fonz, Top Notch. We were called Rec. We didn't have a like a whole idea behind it, but we were just called Rec. Okay. And catch so Rec. my man's comes up to us, daps us up. It's the first time I meet him. And uh, this was like 2014. 2015. 2015. 2015. Wild. Like, it feels like it feels like it's been like 50 years. Whoa, yeah. I feel like you guys have known each other for so long. 2015, man. And, and you were you were you were still in high school. You were like 17, right? Uh, I was 16 or 17, something yeah, like that. 17, like that, yeah. Because yeah, I was like 19. Yeah. 2015. Where the youth? No, I, I, I was turning around. 20. In 2015. Yep. Yep. And um, so yeah, so. Chopped it up. I got his information. I found him on Instagram. At this point, you know, if you, if you follow Milkweed on Instagram, uh, there's a point in time, or a little bit before, like the photography really flooded in. Mm-hmm. So a lot of you know, he was still kind of, at least in my eyes, right? He was still new, and he had this this like scan, this vector scan, of this Gil Scott themed like little doodle he had. And I hit this man's up. I was like, Yo, I'm looking for someone to make a cover for this beat tape I'm working on mm. and I still haven't had the name I still was kind of like searching for like this, these concepts mm. and I was like I really like what you do and you came off to me as like this really tight guy so let me hit you up like what was good like I can probably give you like 40 bucks at most mm-hmm. but I still want to pay you for your time and your effort respect so we met up at Spark Root yeah. January ish 2016 or was it December 2015? Uh, I don't know. What? It was around that period. I have a really bad memory, you know. <laughs> I don't remember. So I remember the details of the events, but timelines yeah. are not timelines. My strong, my I, I, I try to keep the timelines in check for us, and I suck at that. And so uh, right now, if, if you I peep the vlog, you can maybe see it a little bit. Um, yeah. I kind of, I kind of gave Max the 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 sounds that I was working with. And kind of just where I was coming from during that time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really cool to, to kind of, this is before we even had any idea of, like, our histories as community organizers. We, I was just we didn't even like, know each other yeah, at all. Really like, at all. I just knew that this was Lingos' homie. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that he knew about hip-hop. And that's what you guys, like, met at. That's yeah. what we met at. Yeah. And yeah. from there, like, uh, he, he presented me with these sketches the second time we, we met. And just open up all these dialogues. Yeah, the, this is like the f- what we're seeing 
uh, on the, the computer screen first, is yeah. the first iteration of the Cinti uh, aesthetic slash creative direction that Max wow. helped us. It basically, that was when we conceived the idea of like creative direction, or like at least when I conceived it. So this was at a time in my life, just to get, provide some yeah. perspective yeah, too, yeah, real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where like, basically, I had been through a whole bunch of of uh, of changes, you know, like middle school to high school, but like probably a little more extreme. If you listen to the yeah. to my podcast, <laughs> you'll, you'll know yeah. you'll know what I'm talking about. You, you know what I'm talking you, about. You, you, we, won't go, we won't go into that, but. Uh, but essentially, like, what I, I had uh, basically, like, come to a place where, like, I'm, I've always, like, art has always been, like, something that I compulsively do. Mm. Like, art making, photography, since I was a little kid, since I was, like, maybe nine. Well, before I was drawing, but photography since I was, like, nine or ten. Uh, and it, it, it's something that's always, like come naturally to me as something to do but I never considered it a career because it's like mm. compulsive like it's like right. I like have to do it to survive you know right. what I mean like it feels like this like necessary thing it's like one of the only meaningful things in the world for me yeah. uh, so I thought I was like I'm I, like we talked about I've always been really interested in organizing political stuff like I was going to go to school for some kind of political studies something to do with organizing, maybe see if I could pursue a law degree so that I could defend people who are unjustly in court, you know, those kinds of things, which are all good things, but really, like, not necessarily true to where I think that my, like, talents lie. And that's something that uh, shouts out the old head, Chucho, the OG, Chucho OG, OG of all OGs, Chucho. shout out. Yeah, shouts out the Capoli. Uh, but that's something that Chucho taught me, is you, you, it's one thing to do what you see is important and is and then that you're passionate about what you have to do is figure out where your talents lie also right so this man's helped me see it's that crazy. there's a potential for me to do this kind of work forever you know yeah. what i mean and that was like so essentially i wasn't even sure i was going to go to art school or anything and then lo and behold we worked together and a couple other things happened in my life at the time and i was like why am I kidding myself i was like honestly why am i kidding myself like this is all i want to do yeah, yeah. So just to provide a little bit of background, which is wild, I think. Cause yeah, I, I I had this impression. What's really cool about Max, and now that I've you know had a couple years to work with Max, is uh, Max presents himself in such a way that you really feel like he's know he knows what he's doing. But I, what I really <laughs> what I really appreciate now, you know, not not as like a diss or a shade, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I understand that there's a level of like like um, winging it you know being being able yeah. to like fluidly be like alright this is not working for me how do I flip this and I think Max is really good at that because one nice. already fucking tight as fuck like can hold down whatever space that he's in yeah but also can can be fluid and I think when I first met him that's why I was like well this is tight like we're creating yeah. something and so once we we finished the the beat tape entirely in terms of creative direction and all the things that we wanted to do the <laughs> next step was to kind of like how do we celebrate this piece of work mm -hmm. you know and i will i will mention if we ever get to talk about the cnt stuff there's a lot of like weird things i want to acknowledge about it that were kind of teething on like uh i don't even know it was it was it was like a toxic kind of thing that the situation that happened mm -hmm. but Regardless, we decided to throw a show for the communities uh, that wasn't just like a, a beat show. It wasn't just a poetry show. It was like all the things we ever wanted to do, like mm. a art gallery, mm. some poets, some rappers. This is where uh, Ray, actually one of the first times Ray got to perform alongside me. I got him nice. to do a song with us. That's the first day that I um, got to see you yeah. and kind of meet you. But yeah, I don't think yeah. we had... Not too much of an interest. Too much, exactly. And so... So that show really gave us the, the scope and the vision to be like, oh, maybe we can do this kind of work more often. And On more, a larger scale. On a larger too. scale and more yeah. precise. Like, yeah. This kind of happened in a rush of two it, weeks. It was like it very much from that DIY spirit of like, we're going to basically throw a party to celebrate this thing, yeah. but with little bits of other yeah, yeah. interests we had in it, right? right. And then I think from then on out, we've basically been working to, to figure out how can we curate, like, really, uh, basically, like, we were talking about it last night, actually. Okay. The thing that we, I feel like, both feel and that kind of all of us in Ojalá feel is that, like, these, like, they're, they're like, 
really art forms that are like from the hood, right? Yeah. They're like the art forms that are like, like when we're talking about DIY, we're talking about like art forms that are accessible to like disenfranchised people, whether it be uh, through whatever types of ways, you know what I mean? Whatever types of all kinds of disenfranchisement. Mm -hmm. Those art forms that are accessible are not perceived in the traditional art canon normally, right? right? Yeah. They're yeah. perceived as like, consumables that are like these products like if you look at how hip hop is understood on like a national level yeah. it's a commodified thing right? right it's like it's like it's not we it's don't not consider it the art. same way you would consider yeah, high art yeah exactly. so and same with like a zine right like a zine is like this diy thing that's like you know you make it at, at kinkos or whatever and that's like a shameful thing in the high oh, art yeah. world and same goes wow. for like i really like shooting with point and shoot film cameras for that reason because they're not intended to be used to produce fine art right. as it were right yeah. quotation marks. yeah quotations like uh, right, right, right. like ivory towers fine art yeah. so i think something that we from the get-go have been working on figuring out and that that show was a lot about is presenting those things Dope. presenting a beat or a beat set or like a hip-hop song right somebody's rap verse even poems sometimes especially yeah when they come from like the background of like youth poetry mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the kind of photos that I was making at the time too. Yeah. Presenting those things within the scope of like, this is a gallery you're coming to, right. but it's also a party. Right. And trying to meet the intersection of those things where, mm -hmm. where otherwise like that kind of yeah. music, uh, aesthetic and all those things might be reserved to like the idea of this is a party and it's not art. Right. Like where Ojalá's here to say like, yeah. Like, no, like, we don't need validation from the institution. Like, this is artwork. This is self-explanatory, or, like, self-exploration. Exactly. It's exactly. introspective. It's, we're talking about our environments. Like, it's right. as valid as any other art form. Of course. Yeah. So. I like that. I like that. It's, it's, um, the word that came to me right now is, like, you guys are trying to make your own museums, but they're not technically museums at the mm -hmm. same time. Like, mm -hmm. museums is just a part of it. Mm -hmm. I would say archives. Archives, archives. Is, yeah. is, is, I think, a more okay. a suitable term. It's like, like galleries and yeah, archives, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a sonic gallery or whatever, exactly. yeah. And just mm -hmm. kind of holding all that together. And I think mm -hmm. that's been... Because uh, I feel like, in a sense, Max and I really share this, like, documentarian mindset when we, mm -hmm. when it comes to art I mean look at my man's like library collection look at his books look at the amount of zines and you go to my place right you see all the records and all the oh, books yeah. inherently we just love to collect art that one yeah. represents us two allows us to to formulate these new ideas and three the art that really means something to us right. you know and I think that comes in the way of like having a bunch of mp3 torrented from all types of yep. <laughs> the sounds and genres or having like you know a, a stack of unreleased scenes that Max has yeah. that he gave me that I'm a really big fan yeah. of right yeah. like original drafts that, that yeah. are never gonna you know <laughs> see the light of day but but become part of that yeah become that that, archive that, yeah the archive uh, serve for introspection and yeah and beats beats too like beats that will never see the light of day but maybe like right. you'll have yeah. Max will have and mm -hmm. stuff like that but mm -hmm. at the essence of this uh, what I wanted to bring with the origin story is that this kind of came from, like, uh, a very not I don't want to say innocent, but like a very curious. Like, I wonder what this person can can give me for my art, and so I think that is in the essence of Ojala is like the the collaborative spirit, being open for community, mm -hmm. and I think you can see that with like all the other members, right? Like having Ray become you know one of one of the artists have mike checks uh uncle bernie and all of, all of all the loud cafus lewis yeah. aj lx and we got people like pat mm -hmm. um pat, pat daddy purr pondy mm -hmm. like how all those people come into our a scope of collaboration out yeah. of like hey my homie does this oh hey you should check this homie out yeah. as it happened with mike you know max put me on the mike's music on ah, that yeah. piff link on twitter and yep. i hit up mike on twitter yeah i was like hey man this is solid stuff yep. yeah. that's the first time we ever talked and down the road i just saw him more and more and you know that now he's our brother you know yeah. like we've we shared meals we've helped with moms and stuff like that like and like family stuff yeah and looking at it too, like if if we're talking about like not that it always is this way because I don't want it ever to be, always be this way, but if we're talking about like comparisons, right, and how we're creating oh, yeah, yeah. a contrast to academia and those mm -hmm. things, like we become our teachers. Yeah. Yes, of course. Right? You know, you get 
seven, eight, nine, ten youth together who all have different skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. Naturally, we're in you know my office, oh, yeah. the studio, the back room, the bando, right. whatever, and we're and we're saying like you know. Hey, like try this on that kick or whatever. Like try side chaining yeah. it this way or like. Or like when you're, you know, talking about photography, being like, mm-hmm. well, this is how light works, or these are mm-hmm. the different things. And I think all the knowledge that we have, yeah, sharing those things, things yeah. and being able to be like, yeah. try that, man. Just real simple. Instead of being in an academic space, where it's like, well, blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah where one person yeah, becomes yeah. the holder of knowledge right. and they allow you to have it. it becomes this this like structure of like, yep. like he has all the knowledge. You have to like abide to him. Mm-hmm. It exactly. Isn't, it isn't a it isn't a place where you're where you can learn. It's a place where you're taught. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's such a good way to put it. That's it's we're we're working on a place. We're working on curating a an environment in which we can learn collectively yep. and not be taught. Yes. You're right. You're absolutely right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So. Yep. Hopefully that provides a little bit of insight. There's, there's a lot. Context. Yeah. Oh, I like that's, you that's just the context. You, you guys, wait. Oh. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, was just, I was trying to find, I wrote it down somewhere in here. I was try, I, something Noam Chomsky told me the other day. Oh, the, uh, the, that lecture you went to? Yeah. I'm, well, I'm in his course this semester. Yeah. Oh, and, you and, have, yeah. Are you taking his class? Yeah. <gasps> Bro. Yeah. Something he told me the other day is Crazy. somebody yeah, asked, yeah. I'm trying to find it. Somebody asked him... We proposed a question that, like, how do we understand, like, what is the truth, given Mm. the amount of manipulation that happens in the media? And he said that the only way to understand, you cannot do it individually. You can't understand the truth individually. The only way to understand it is to verify information with a group of people and say, like, this is my understanding. And then you say, that's, you know, this is, and so I think the same goes for art, right? right? Like, even though we're not talking about digesting the news when we're talking about Okala, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I do think that that idea carries over. Like we, how do we understand art making and learning and building those processes and, yeah. and not get stuck in that thing that I see so many people do, especially in this city where you get a little bit of clout off something you did <laughs> and you ride out that wave until you're like 35 and have a breakdown or whatever. Yeah. Like how do we push ourselves to be evolving? Always to be on the on that kind of like that, what was that always edge of questioning ourselves Lance said this last night you either level out or you level up yeah level yeah. out or level up level yes. out or level up Yo, totally. shout out to, to Lando Chill yeah always yeah, shout uh, out. one of a dear friend of ours who you know again is, is the essence of community who's, mm-hmm. who's collaborated with us you know and I think folks like that right going back to that clout thing I think the, the great way of, of, of being an artist too is not only you know being open to to collaboration but to to give platform to other voices yep. that are not of your experience but you know need that because yeah. of disenfranchisement mm-hmm. yeah but not in a that. not in a like in like a we're granting you the yeah, platform it's, it's like, like we're sharing we're it. sharing this we're, we're sharing this yeah, collectively right. but you know, the the last thing i want to say about that too is um um there's something this this uh, designer, this clothing designer, Gosha Rubczynski, said that I really like, mm, mm, which is that yeah. uh, that he's really dope. If if y'all don't know, you should peep him out and what he's doing for like Russian youth culture with clothing design, basically, okay. and and considering clothing as yeah. art curation. S- side side note: we have a lot of. We're probably gonna have to make a zine of just all these yeah. amazing work that we're, we're currently sifting through and yep. always examining mm-hmm. and, and analyzing but processing yeah but how, how do you pronounce it Gosha Rubczynski okay it's Gosha probably a, <laughs> it's like Gosha Rubczynski probably I, there's some I don't know I'm not I don't speak Russian unfortunately I can't I got, well, yeah. not say it better than us man. better you know, than me bro but yeah. well, he, so he's the Spanish and the English collide in my yeah. tongue to speak the Russian and yeah. Shit. yeah the Russian it's yeah. so different alphabet it's too like, like fucking it's wild. What the fuck? It's all Greek. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all Greek to me, dude. It's all Greek to me. Uh, right, so, but so what, so what he say? said, that's something that I, I think is like really core to Ojala for sure is that is the understanding that only the youth really know what's going on. It's true. Mm. It's true. Like in the world, in the present moment, only the youth really understand what's happening because they're the oh. ones who are caught at the very cutting edge of everything. You know, we sure. are... And, and youth is has a diverse... Yeah, it's a meaning, wide range. you know, yeah. is a wide range, and it and it's, uh, I hate to sound like cliche or tacky, but like it can just be a mindset, right? Yeah. Like you can have the mindset of youth forever, but understanding that only the youth really know, really what's up, mm. right now. Yes, 
because they don't they're they're on that cutting edge always you know we exist as youth on that cutting edge but so i think Mm -hmm. acknowledging that and saying like you know i'm 19 right Mm -hmm. i'm still young and still youth but somebody who's 16 probably has a one-up on me you know right and and saying like not a one-up in like a competitive way but But like just they they see something else that you probably just don't see their experience is different exactly Exactly. and saying and saying like seeing the value of sharing that yes seeing the value of sharing that knowledge mm-hmm. yeah. that that uh that I think the youth creates yes so that's yeah. true and then being being I guess not an ally but an accomplice of that right like of, yeah. of being able to like we know what it was to be youth well, I mean shouts out being accomplices instead of allies <laughs> <laughs> which is a whole conversation as well but uh, but I think there's also that the, the need of like all right Alicia shout out to Alicia uh put me on to this it's like you know when you were coming up, who, who, like, what kind of people were there to help you level up? Mm-hmm. You know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, going back to, like, the idea of keeping in a community, stepping in as the elder role, right? Like, mm-hmm. w- when is it time for you then to step in those shoes and help the youth who are now going through it, right? right. In a different way. Like, I think that com- the common cycle of, like, well, now I have, I have a little bit more of knowledge and I can offer this insight insight that one has been given to me by my elders and one that I've learned on my own here's what I can offer you and I think uh, going to the, the, the Tucson Youth Poetry Slam holding workshops at La Palita Cultural Center or even just being in spaces where uh, you know Max and I can kind of share our art or share our, our conversations with, with, with folks who you know young young folks who mm-hmm. don't have that in schools like we didn't have that in school you know, and I think being able to open that up for 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 youth to come in to these spaces and be like, well, here's what you can learn from this, and here's how you can like, if you're interested in art, here's how we've been doing it. It might not work for you, but it's a hell of a lot better than not knowing what the fuck mm-hmm. you're doing. And you, you might be I mean? able to modify it exactly to work for you. So. Which I think is very key, and I, th- I think I got just one time shout out all the OGs, all our elders, all our mentors. Yep. Who kind of allowed that and are still allowing us right because we're not old we're not that old at least no. you know we're, we're entering the no. crux of the 20s right <laughs> but it feels like a lifetime because we've been in this work since what you were like 14 15 12 12 you were in this work i i started this work when i was like 15 right so you know, there's, a, there's a point where you, you feel that burnout yeah but we're, we're in that in that range and in, in, in that wave to be like all right well Here's, here's a different way, you know, right. of approaching this type of work that my OGs have been teaching me. That doesn't work for me. I've got to try something else. Nice. You know I mean, I can't wait for a grant anymore. You, you li- right. You, yeah. you liked what they had, what they were teaching you and everything, but the way they, they, they executed it isn't the way that you, mm-hmm. that, yeah. that you can execute it. Yeah, that best serves like, us. Yeah. Right. It's like chopping a horn to a drum machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Just right. like chopping a horn to a drum machine. Shout out, beat, beat, beat metaphors, yeah, producing metaphors. For real. <laughs> that's great. But, uh, so yeah, that's ojalá yeah. in a nutshell. In a nutshell. That's We're great. right on the hour, so. Yeah, we are, right? <laughs> We're pretty much, man. We're pretty much. That's what's up. Man, I mean, uh, at that point, um, anything additional you guys want to leave off with? or, or? Uh, Buy Bitcoin Cash. <laughs> uh, BTC is on its Bitcoin way out. Bitcoin so Cash now B- instead Bitcoin of Bitcoin Cash. Bitcoin? Yeah, basically, <coughs> yeah. Yeah? Look into it is what I would well, say. Because, like, I mean, I heard something that Coinbase, they decided to, like, or some, like, company decided to, like, they kept it out for a while, and then they decided to, mm-hmm. like, yes, now we're using this. Bitcoin Cash is essentially on the trajectory of, like, the original Bitcoin. Oh, how really? it was before the developers started making it inaccessible. Oh, really? So Bitcoin Cash is, like, universal accessible. So, so buy Bitcoin. Uh, uh, cash. Cash. Bitcoin cash. Steal digital books. Steal digital books and, well. Download cash. Don't steal books from the library, but yeah. maybe steal books from stores too. Stores too. Yeah. <laughs> like really high end stores. I would high also say stores, that with yeah. music, but high like if it's a local artist or an artist you know that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Invest yeah. in. Vet, that's another thing. That yeah. Invest things. in your community. Invest in your community in the way of arts, in the way of local businesses, in the way of local eatery. Here's something that fucked me up that I'm going to share it on this podcast. Every dollar you spend at a Mexican restaurant that's not locally owned, you could spend and, you know, make 
someone have profit at a local taqueria, right? Like yep. giving that kind of money in circulation in the community. Because those fools mm. have to source the tortillas locally. They go to the mm-hmm. meat markets to, to get mm-hmm. that stuff. So think about that next time you go out to eat. Yep. Um, Find us on Instagram and Twitter Instagram at and Twitter. ojala.systems. Yep. That's also our website, yep. ojala.systems. No dot com. We no bought our com. domains. We out here like that. That's yeah, genius. because we're, we're... That's the future of websites right there. Yep. Whole name websites like that. Respect. Systemic Shout takeover. Out. Shout out Milkweed. Uh, Max is also named yeah. Milkweed. Bro, I have so many questions for you, but like for my own things and shit, like we, we gotta have a sit down, sir. But, uh, what the else? internet is still the wild west for now. We bandits. We vaqueros. We ghetto vaqueros. vaqueros, yeah. Shout out to Mike. Pirates, oh, yeah. piratas too. Yeah. Piratas de Culiacán. The lawless uh, ocean, homie. Rest in peace. Sales of knowledge. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Yeah. Another couple things. Uh, download. Not a download. Go stream Fell and Fall by Ray. There you go. Uh, one of Ojalá's. Um, oh, yeah. I guess first or second. Yeah, like premiere st- studio album. Premiere like studio a, album, yeah, yeah. It's that's like really, a, yeah. Yeah, from, from the ground up. Real Shout good. out to Ray. Real good. Um, you can find all of all the artists that currently we're, we're, uh, we're working with in terms of music. Pretty soon we will have some more updates on zines that zines. we'll be putting out. Perhaps some, maybe just, uh, you know, leaking some information here. Perhaps some, a little bootleg <laughs> Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Some, some bootleg Louis Vuitton some wallets, <laughs> apparel, apparel coming soon. That that will be uh, yeah. So keep your eye on on the merch that we'll be having installations, um, installations. <laughs> and also, this is like a little not call to submissions, but like an open invitation to anybody hearing this. Uh, we definitely support talk talking sales or sales talking. Fuck that up. You're talking. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and, and, you know, so we want to welcome that that broader scope into the Ojala mm-hmm. universe. Also, um, like, if you have exactly. a zine... That's what I was going to go to. Yeah, my bad. I didn't mean to you. Yeah, <laughs> you. If you have some work you want to produce, if you're making beats, videos, photos, whatever, and you're like, I, I want to make it with people, or, like, I need some guidance or advice, and maybe you see the work that we make and you like it, hit us up. Please. Hit DM us up. Us, yeah, us. please hit us up, because that's what we want to do. Yeah. So, Yeah, yeah, we're, we're totally down, really fluid. Yeah. in terms of, of our processes. But yeah, this is an open call to our community. We're here to serve y'all, not serve ourselves. Shout out to Greg doing his thing. Uh, shout out to the many people doing their thing. Um, I will want to say that there's unity in community. You know what I'm saying? Mm. <laughs> 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 okay. That's all okay. Beautiful guys. Uh, do you want to give them your personal personal handles? Did you? Yeah. Did you guys? I yeah. have not. Go ahead. I am uh, Young Milkweed, so it's at Milkweed. Yeah. How do you spell but milkweed? it's M Y L K X, and then the word weed. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. On Twitter and on uh, Instagram. Right? And, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. So mine's a little little in the same realm of hilariousness. Uh, at Young Vato, Y-U-N-G, the Young's without the O, V-A-T-0. Zero. Right, remember that. That's Twitter, Instagram, and then for uh, SoundCloud, you can find us on Ojala Music, and you can find our personal yep. uh, Milkweed and our, our okay. DJQ account. same. Please don't get at me on Facebook. Facebook is yeah. uh, monitored by the feds. <laughs> Facebook will we'll put up like little events here and there, but you can find us more actively on Instagram and on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. There you go. There you go. And also like this this thing. Follow <laughs> Selves Talking. Go follow the vlog. Follow what Greg's up to. All the, all the you, podcasts before this are amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. My personal favorites are the Teray Fowler Chapman one. The Sarita Gonzalez one and the yep. Mike Checks one. Really yep. great. Talk on Psychedelic. <laughs> Not to discredit any of the other ones. My episode is up, also up there. My single one. Milkweed, <laughs> Milkweed well. episode if you want to get so, real intimate and personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please check real us intimate. out. <laughs> and uh, support local artists doing their thing. All right? Yep. Thank you, brother. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye! Peace.